Making it in business isn't about spreadsheets, this or that. It's about guts, tenacity, and above all, street smarts. Join Sarah Shaw as she talks with successful entrepreneurs about all the hard-won lessons they've learned on the mean streets of the business world. If you've ever felt stuck, stifled, or even just scared to get out there and make your mark, you'll learn how even the most successful entrepreneurs overcame failure and found the power to move forward. So forget about learning about business in school, because all you need to make it big is a street smart MBA. And here's your host, Sarah Shaw. Hey there, Sarah Shaw here and with a street smart MBA. And Michael Weistrack is the CEO and founder of Freshly, which is a subscription-based food company that provides customers with delicious, fully prepared meals. And as the CEO, he manages Freshly's business model while also working to reduce the company's environmental impact. Freshly was built on Michael's personal mission to find convenient and healthy meal options for a fast-paced lifestyle. He discovered that through technology, he could disrupt the $1.3 trillion food industry by delivering 100% all-natural, fully prepared meals that arrive fresh, never frozen, directly to your door. And I'm super excited to talk to Michael today. So welcome. Well, thank you. That was a, that was a heck of an introduction. So I got uh, to talk to you about doing those more often for me. That was a uh, I can just like sign off. It's you, you did it all there. Right. It's all done. Okay. Well, thanks. Good talking to you. <laughs> so I just wanted to say that what really intrigued me about Freshly as a company when I started to look at your website more closely um, was that obviously you have, there's competition out there, but what I really liked about your mission, right, to, to deliver these convenient and healthy meal options, I love that it's never frozen. Um, I love your packaging and that it's environmentally friendly. Um, and I, my brothers are both builders. One of them's a solar installer. So I, you know, we all have LED bulbs. It's, it's very, you know, we're, we try to be as environmentally friendly as we can. And, you know, they're always giving me advice. So I love to see companies that are doing this and really taking it on as part of, you know, a part of their mission and part of what is, you know, um, at the core of their business. Um, obviously, besides the fresh and healthy meals, and I was brought up that way as well. And so I want to kind of hear, you know, because you're a longtime entrepreneur, you haven't always just been, you know, freshly CEO. So kind of talk a little bit about the journey and what got you to this company. Yeah, well, um, so I think, what got us to the company was really simple, is that it, I wanted to start eating healthy. Um, I don't like cooking. I didn't have time to cook. I was doing a bunch of different entrepreneurial things. Um, and I went out and looked for a solution that would work for me, that tasted good, that was convenient, um, where they did all the work. And I really just <laughs> looked for the product. I just wanted to buy I was completely happy paying for it. Um, and there was nothing out there. And I was like, this is silly. In this day and age, with like all everything at our fingertips, it is it is really hard to eat healthy. Um, yeah. And <clears throat> the more I dug into food and, and 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 big food, the more I realized like that there was just fundamental challenges in the whole thing. And that um, you know, in in so many things that we interact with on a daily basis, whether it be our iPhone or um, our computer, we take for granted that like there's cus there's be in the companies that are making these products they're doing all of the heavy lifting for us so so we don't have to know how to program an iPhone we just get to use an iPhone but for right. some reason in food 
it's all on the buyer, right? So like we'll list the ingredients and, oh, you have to figure out what's good or bad. Like we're not going to tell you. And, and the FDA has made some attempts, but those really haven't helped on guiding people. Um, mm-hmm. So I was under the belief that like, hey, in this day and age with technology, with the power to, to leverage, you know, scale and, 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 and the opportunities to really do, do the work for people so that they can just enjoy healthy meals. And, and so that was really the foundation is I wanted the product. I wanted to not do the work. I wanted someone to do it for me. And um, so when we, you know, I, I like to say, and I joke as the old hair club for men commercial says, is I, I'm not only the president, I'm the first customer. And truly right. with Freshly, that is, the, that is the truth. I'm not only the CEO, I am the first customer. So, so what about your past? Because you mentioned right that you that's not your first barbecue and that you've that you've been involved in other startups and other entrepreneurial ventures. What do you think about those previous incarnations of your life and all those other jobs that you had and businesses? How, how did that help you get this business going? And what did you take? Like, what do you think the most important thing from those past ventures were that have helped you be successful with Freshly? Well, I think there's. Probably, and I can probably list a few more, but I'll, I'll, I'll list three things. And I say these are general things for entrepreneurs that are really important. Um, uh, is is curiosity. So you're really curious to explore and and, and look at different things. Um, I think that's just a general trait of curiosity that I've always had um, from a, as a little kid. Um, passion. So when you do find something that you latch onto, you really get passionate about it, uh, and you get angry when you see that things are inefficient and you, 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 really, you really want to change stuff. Um, I think those are, those are two kind of key fundamental personality traits um, in a person. And then I, I think the third one is, is kind of determination, right? So mm-hmm. when you go down a path, and I, I can almost call determination also, you know, ignorance is bliss. So the great thing about entrepreneurs is they, they see the solution before they see all the challenges and they kind of go down this path um, that, that you, you, know, you take on these really difficult tasks. And you, if you would have known that it was going to be that difficult, you may not have, uh, have done it. But um, once you could start it, you're really determined. I think you know, in, in my background, whether it was you know, doing restaurants with my family or you know, ranching or real estate or all the different things I've done, um, investment banking, um, I think all those things played out in, in those different aspects that um, – I brought a degree of who I am as an entrepreneur into all those different things. Um, now, each one of those things was a you know I grew up on a ranch and I grew up in a restaurant, so I had a very close familiarity with food, um, and I had a close familiarity with you know um, farm to table before farm to table was cool. Um, mm-hmm. With investment banking, I learned business and I learned what great businesses did and didn't do. Um, I learned financial you know acumen behind um, P and Ls and balance sheets and cash flows. And I think all of those things have helped me in my position and, and what I've done. But, you know, my co-founder came with a very different background, and he brings a very different, unique aspect to Freshly. But I think those core kind of three fundamental traits we both hold very closely. Mm. So, so then the farm-to-table concept is something you just said you grew up with, right? So, so the eating healthy wasn't foreign to you, Growing up as a kid, you just didn't really know how to get it <laughs> as, a, as a single guy living on your own. Is that 
sort of felt Yeah, that. and I think, I think what we, you know, I always joke because farm to table, almost everything's farm to table, right? All food comes right. from a farm. It's just what happens in between the farm and your table, yeah. right? So right. what we really wanted to do is, is, is create an all-natural product that was, that was not like a diet product. We don't believe in diets. We believe in lifestyles. We believe mm-hmm. that, like, people generally should just be eating healthy. Now, some days that's going to be healthier than other days. But what we want to do is we just want to provide you access to really healthy food, 85 banned ingredients, no artificial sugars, no artificial preservatives, additives, um, you know, 100% gluten-free. These are all things that, like, we stand for as a baseline. So, like, you don't have to, like, we, we welcome and we do print on every single meal. We ship out nutritional labels and you can get them online. But, like, what we want to do is make it to where you don't have to read nutritional labels. Well, we're doing a lot of that work for you. Right, because that can be so confusing to people. I mean, you know, when you try to look it up online, you're like, what does this mean? Or what's that ingredient? Or, you know, you find all these hidden things that you didn't realize were in there. Yeah, you know, and, and, and you look, as, and this is the challenge, right? So, like, I love my iPhone. I don't have the time to learn how to program my iPhone. I just need it to work for me, right? Right. And I think yep. food's the same way. Like, people love food. They love food. But, like, they have day jobs. They can't become PhDs in nutrition on food. Like, right. They need someone to do that work for them. And I think exactly. that's really what Freshly is about is like let us do that work for you. Let us take – and then using technologies, let us build platforms which really empower you to understand this journey of healthy eating and how can we make that easier for you so you can make better decisions and you can make slow, gradual decisions on, on what is the right decision. You can learn while you're doing kind of slowly – in, in incremental steps, but you don't have to feel like, hey, I, in order for, for myself, my family to eat healthy, like I have to go out and become a PhD in nutrition, which is, exactly. which is a failed system. And I, I think, you know, one of our big things is, you know, we always say we want to make eating healthy as easy as possible. And we know that it's a $1.2 trillion market and Freshly will not be a $1.2 trillion in sales a year company. So we really want to be part of changing the environment, changing mm-hmm. the way food companies think about about how to service their customers, changing the, the, you know, the fiduciary responsibilities of food companies towards their customers. Um, and we hope that we're, our success is, is going to lead kind of that foundation of changing that, that tide. And I, I mean, we're huge fans of like what Whole Foods did for the grocery store industry. So where Whole Foods was not only amazingly successful by themselves, they also changed the tide of grocery stores, which is, has been beneficial for the consumer, whether you're shopping now and you know, Kroger's or Walmart or whatever, like that push that Whole Foods made 20-some years ago, 30 years ago, has really changed the, the marketplace. And that's what we, we, we hope to do at Freshly. That's so awesome. <laughs> and, I mean, it seems like you guys are doing it because you're hugely popular. I mean, I had looked up um, your Alexa rating just because I like to know whatever, as much as I can about companies, and you're like number 10,000 in the U.S., and that's amazing, right? When you consider Facebook and Google are number one and two, you're not that far behind when there's, you know, whatever, 80 million websites out there. We're making movement. There. We, we, we yeah. would like to be number three, but we're not there right. yet. We're going. <laughs> Getting there. Well, so how do you guys get the word out? I mean, like, I mean, I know people listening to my podcast, they're all, you know, uh, mostly product-based entrepreneurs, but entrepreneurs for sure. And so how, you know, when you guys first were launching, right, you're like, okay, here we're launching our site. I mean, how did you find people? Do you guys use Facebook ads? Do you do direct mail? Um, do you, you know, did you buy email lists? I mean, how, how do you do your marketing now? Like what's, what's working for you? What's working now? And kind of what did you do to get going in the beginning? 
Well, so I'll give the, a bit of a cliche answer first, but it is the truth, is that if you are a product-based company, and most companies will be a product-based company, your best advertising is your product and is happy customers. So word of mouth is always going to be your very, very, very best um, marketing platform. So when you're first starting out, it's really focusing about delivering excellence. And, and <clears throat> while Freshly has been highly successful, we still have a ton of work to do on delivering better excellence with our customers. And it's a huge focus for us. How can we constantly, continuously improve the experience for a customer? And our goal always is, is that if you're a customer today and this is your first purchase, um, in, in six months, your purchase experience could be 10x better. Um, so that's number one, and I, I really stress that with entrepreneurs, is, is really step back and slow down a little on the marketing engine before you, you make sure that you have a product that you're really excited about, and more importantly, that your customers are really excited about. Um, from there, what was really helpful for us, it, it, you know, every business is a little different, and, and you know, we're a B2C business, so Facebook's worked really well. Um, we were able to get Facebook to work really, really well. We were also what we call geo-targeted, so we needed we weren't national, so we needed to, to make sure that we weren't doing anything national. Um, Facebook, Google give you a really good ability to geo-target by locations and regions, so you're not you know spreading spending money for consumers who can't buy your product. Um, right. Mailers has worked. We like mailers. Um, I would, in most cases, and I've, I've spoken with some guys like. We do a lot of email marketing, but buying email lists in this day and age tends not to be a good path to go down. Um, spam is once you get your domain to be on a blacklist, you're 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 donezo, and and mm. people really don't have tolerance for being emailed things that they didn't opt into or they didn't want. Um, so I'd be really really careful with buying email lists. Um, I'd be really careful with any kind of trickery on on customers. So getting people. You know, there's been some cases in referral programs where people didn't know they were referring and then it, it referred you know, to their entire email list. Those things get you volume, but they don't get you happy customers. And it really is about right. like, making sure your customer is happy. And, and <clears throat> start thinking about your customer before they even, even hit your website. Start thinking them of, an, of a customer and, and that experience of like, how are they going to first hear from us. Um, is it going to be through a spam? Because like, if, if, if someone first hears about your product through a spam-like email, that's not the best setting to, to set you up on a good, a good footing. <laughs> right. So, you know, it's a, it's a good process of think about that person as a customer. Your first touch with them is that beginning of that customer experience and how do you want that touch to look. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like the difference between a good and a bad blind date. Exactly. It's that, it's <laughs> yeah. that first moment. You know, it's that first, it's that, it's, you know, they always say you can't make a second first appearance. That's that right. it, right? So if yeah. your first appearance in your – customer's mindset is this is a spammy company, it's hard to offset that. Right, um, right. And, and, you know, that's the hard thing when you're young is, is it's easy. I mean, it's not, you're, you really want to grow and you really, there's some shortcuts and you've heard about these shortcuts. Um, those things are, <clears throat> they're hard to undo and you really want to, to the degree you can, stay away from those. I mean, Presley certainly in its early days made some mistakes on marketing and, and sometimes it's, it's like a child. You have, to, you have to make your own mistakes even if your parents tell you not to do it. Exactly. <laughs> right. Sometimes you have to learn the hard way, right? Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. I told you. <laughs> well, I didn't try it. So I noticed that you guys have to use a referral program. You know, on your site it says get $20 and you have a pop-up to refer a friend. How's, how's that working for you guys? Is that a way that you build a lot of goodwill and following and get new customers? 
It's great. Again, I think it comes back to like your best customer, your best marketing avenue is your customer and mm-hmm. a happy customer. And so what you want to do is build tools that empower that customer and reward that customer for sharing a product that they think is great. Um, so that Get20 is a, is a great program. Um, uh, we really, really, really love that. Um, and there's, you know, the great thing about these programs is there's a lot of off-the-shelf kind of like plugins that you can use in your website. So you don't have to go build your own referral program. Right. Um, I'm going a little blank on the name of, of the company we use, um, but it, it's, uh, it's a great program. And it, Xtol, God, you yeah. good job. Um, it must be linked in there. Um, so Xtol, yeah, it shows it right here. <laughs> they're a great platform. There's other ones. They're they're a little more robust. If you're just starting out, there's there's other ones that you can find. But again, it's you know it's about delivering a great product and then empowering and giving tools for your customers to really easily share that and get rewarded. So you know. Would we rather pay Facebook money to get new customers? Or we'd rather pay our customers new money to get customers. And, and, and it always defaults. We'd love to give our customers money. And, and that comes in the form of products. So they're kind of loving it because they're getting a discount on Freshly Meals and they're doing what they were doing already, which is referring Freshly to their friends and family. Right, and, getting, and then getting more food for it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Which is great, right? Because then they're going to try something new and a new meal or whatever, and then they're going to tell have to tell their friends about. Did you try? You know, blah blah blah. It was delicious. Um, exactly. Yeah, I, and, and yeah. again, the 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 strength of that program. You can have the best tools. You can have the best setup. You can do all the things the best. Um, but it really comes down to do people love your products? Because people right. people don't care if they're getting like if I'm getting free free meals that I don't like. I'm not really that incentivized to go, you know, tell my friends to get more free meals that I don't like. So, exactly. so it's, it's, it's really about like having a great product that people love um, and then empowering them and making sure you reward them when they do tell people. Yeah. Um, I, I love that. Uh, actually, I already told the client about it this morning. Um, so uh, I have a question. So when you guys first started out, you know, how did you connect with, you know, all these amazing chefs? You know, you're like, hey, I have an idea. Do you guys want to be on board? You know, because I know people, I sort of liken it to somebody with a, you know, accessory or clothing product who has to call, cold call a buyer and say, hey, I've got a new product out there. Do you want to stock it in your store? You guys are calling these, you know, talking to these chefs and saying, hey, do you want to cook for us? You know, so how, how, did, how did that come about? How did you connect with these people? Well, so I was lucky at the time I had a restaurant, so that got us a, a, a jump to having access to really good chefs. We had great chefs at the restaurant. Um, and so that was kind of – so I think in a startup, you're always, you're always you know, our, our, our board members are always saying punching beyond your, your weight class, right? So you're always, you're always trying to do better than you should, right? So you're always going after that next person who, who by all rational, term, all rational logic shouldn't be talking to you. But right. that's what you're doing as an entrepreneur is you're selling and you're getting people excited on the opportunity. Um, so at every stage, we'd reach a little further and a little further and a little further, and we worked with chefs who kept elevating the product and elevating the product. And, you know, most recently, we're really excited to um, partner with Nestle, um, who led our last investment. And, and one of the things about Nestle is, is, you know, while Nestle is a lot of different things, they have access to some of the top chefs in the world. Um, and we were able to kind of get – get um, piggyback on that and really get access to some of the most amazing chefs throughout the U.S. Um, who we did this three-day ideation session and, and, then, and then we did, you know, it was a course of a three months as we refined these different um, meals from around the U.S. that um, we thought would really kind of 
deliver an amazing experience. And it was, it was fun for us. I mean, first of all, it's, it's a fun experience to just be able to sit down and have all these great chefs cook you meals. So that, that's a, you know, make sure entrepreneurs build the day job you want. So if you're building jobs where you have great chefs um, cooking meals for you, that's a lot of fun. Um, but then what we were able to do is really kind of bring out like, and that's the power of Presley. What we really want to do is to say like, hey, look, we've got the best chefs. We've got the best nutritionists. We've got the best of all these things. And because we're doing this in a, in a way that is centralized resources, we can afford to do that and still give you a meal at eight ninety nine a meal, no delivery fee, no tipping anyone, um, and you're getting the access to all these different things. And I think that's the power of this day and age is, is you know, being able to deliver really, really high-quality products. That it, like, if this was 10 years ago, you'd pay, be paying $30 to have, you know, not even 30, you'd be paying $100,000 to have a personal chef and $100,000 sure. to have a personal nutritionist who cook for you, and we're doing it for eight ninety nine a meal, which is basically what you're going to pay to go cook that meal yourself. Um, if you're lucky. And the meal's ready. <laughs> yeah, and that's, yeah. So that's what, like, excites me is not like, hey, like, for, for, and I think that's, like, where the passion of the entrepreneur is, like, I, I always tell people, like, do not do something because you feel like you're going to make money. Because, there, because being an entrepreneur is unbelievably challenging. Like, the obstacles yeah. that we, me and my co-founder have had to overcome, like, if we were in this for the money, we would have quit. I mean, for the first year, we didn't make any money. So that was, that was surely not, like, the thing. What we were into it is because we thought we could really revolutionize food. And we thought, like, hey, we can give our customers the experience of a personal chef and a personal nutritionist, and we can do it at a price where they're paying no incremental cost. And Mm -hmm. we can then use technology to build personalization engines. We can take nutritional information and provide it at the touch of their fingers. We can, you know, create iPhone apps. So, like, really it's all about the ease and convenience. And how do we make it so easy for customers to eat healthy that they forget they're eating healthy? They just think they're getting amazing, great food that is conveniently given to them. And it's like, oh, yeah, we took care of all the health, and and that's all done for you. And that's that's like when I say passion, and and people always say, it's like we have a a huge amount of passion for that. Like I can hear it in your voice. (laughs) And that's what's fun. I mean, that is like what, what is fun about doing a company is not about like, raising money or these being, it's really about like doing something that you feel like you're introducing to the world that without you, like that product wouldn't exist. Um, And now it's, you know, it's not even remotely about me. Now I'm like the lie. It's about our team that dedicates their entire, you know, literally is, is living at Freshly to make sure that this gets done. And that's really, really fun for our entire team. I, I bet. I mean, and obviously they have a huge amount of passion for it too because you can, you know, you can, I can tell how much you have and it just, you know, it all rolls downhill. So I'm sure your team is amazing. Um, so one of the things that you just mentioned was that you had a lot of, um, you made a lot of mistakes um, in the beginning, you and your partner. Can you talk about one mistake that you made that, you guys obviously overcame, but that how, how, what, what it was and how you overcame it, something that was kind of important in the development of the company? Oh, just narrowing it down to one. There's so many that I I know, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> Which one of the five? You no, know, I think that, um, what are some of the mistakes we made? I think one of the big mistakes we made is, um, you know, we early we really wanted to show like this really high growth, and I, I think I cautioned against this. And and we used channels um, like Groupon and at the time Living Social um, to really grow, and they grew really really quickly. Um, 
and we were really excited, and that felt great, and we were able to get all these different customers. Um, but it ended up being like really negative for um, they weren't the right customers, and mm-hmm. it ended up being kind of a, a you know a lesson that you you know when you create kind of artificial growth, um, which really is what it was. And you don't go and really focus on who's your customer, what the problem you're solving. Um, it's hard to undo that. So you really want to focus early on, on, you know. And that's what we realize is like, hey, there's no shortcuts in this game, and we, we, you know, there's no easy wins. We've got to go out there and we've got to, we've got to de- define who our customer is. We got to need to go find them, and we need to make sure we deliver on our promise and our commitment to them. And I think. Lucky for us is that we learned that early, and it really made us double down on um, that commitment to our customer and and, and that <clears throat> you know relentless focus on doing a better job. Um, so you know I think in, in as entrepreneurs is like you're going to make a ton of mistakes. It's not like right. you know no one goes about it. It's, it's, I always say like, right yeah. Yeah, you, you want people to make mistakes. In a startup, you want to make mistakes. You don't want to make the same mistake twice, and you right. want to learn from your mistakes. So you know, the military does a great job of every time they have a battle, they do a debrief on the battle, what went wrong. Because what they're trying to do is, is when life or death is at, at <clears throat> your hands, you know things are going to go wrong, especially in the heat mm-hmm. of a battle and, and these things. And what you want to do is make sure that you don't bring those into the next battle, right? You don't bring those same mistakes. Um, so it's really important as an entrepreneur to be really cognizant and aware and accepting your mistakes. And, and as you're building teams, making forums where people are open about mistakes and people are open about this screwed up, I screwed up. Um, because then you, you, you don't make those again. Um, and I think that's, that's, that's a really fun thing about entrepreneurship and, and startups is you can learn really quick um, and you can create cultures which are really open to change and that kind of agile methodology of, of, of constant improvement. I totally agree. And, and I want to just go back to what you were saying about Groupon for a sec, just in case some people aren't hearing between the lines what, and I just want to clarify, what I, what I thought I heard you were saying was that because, or what I'm going to assume happened, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, is that when you went out to Groupon and some of these other, disc, you know, offering the discounts, that you were, you were capturing people who only want to buy stuff on a discount and aren't, weren't really your ultimate customer who would actually ever be willing to pay full price for something. Yeah, you nailed it. That's exactly I mean, yeah. And one of the things you'll hear a lot in um, like the VC world or whatever is that um, they, they want to be, they always say like, we'd rather invest in, in the pain medicine than the vitamin. And mm-hmm. while that's a little different analogy, I think what you really are getting to with pain medicine is that if I give you a Thailand, if I have Tylenol, the, my best customer is someone with a headache, right? So right. I want to go find someone who has a headache who's willing to buy because I'm solving their problem. So if I just go out and discount Tylenol to everyone, like, well, a lot of those people don't have headaches, so they're just they're going to buy it, but they're not going to buy it again, you know, because they're not right. going to see the, the result from that. So, you know, you nailed it. It's like you really want to make sure that you're selling a product to the person who has that, that pain point and is willing to pay what you need to make on that product to, to make a sustainable business. Um, right. And, you, I, you know, Groupon certainly works for some businesses. It, it, was, it, was, it didn't work for us. And I, and I think we had to step back and say, you know, to your point is like that's what we arrived at is that we need to find the customer who our product's right for and our, mm-hmm. that customer really wants our product. Right. Yeah, kind of back to probably not the people who do their grocery shopping at Walmart. 
Um, so, for the most part. Um, so, what is what is? Yeah, and I say, I say, what, so, and I say there. My only is that like, you know, at eight ninety nine a meal. Um, depending what you value your time, and depending how much mm-hmm. you value health, we could be that customer. But you really have yeah. to. So what we're not good for is the person, and what we've realized is the person who's just discount shopping. That we're yeah. like if you're if you're only buying things that are on sale, we're probably not right. the best customer. We're, you're, right. we're probably not the best platform for you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, knowing your customer is really the most important thing before you ever start Very a business, and so so yeah. many people don't realize how what a ginormous part of getting a business idea going is either knowing that you have actually have a customer out there that one exists, right, and who that person is. So um, what, what did you guys, how did you know when the company was becoming successful? Like what was the turning point or what was the big, you know, eye-opener when you're like, oh, my God, we're a success. This is actually really going to work. Well, I don't, I don't know if we felt that yet. I think that the, <laughs> the good <laughs> <laughs> we, me and my co-founder still. I mean, we got, we got, a, a, you know, we've got um, a great team. I think, you know, I, I'm being a little tongue-in-cheek there. I mean, we, we, I think that when you really feel success and success in, in like life is, is, you know, so often people say like, oh, you, you raised a lot of money, so you're successful, or you're doing a lot of revenue, um, and those can be benchmarks for success depending on what you benchmark success on. I think what we feel the most proud about is the people we brought onto this company, and mm. I think when we think about like Freshly is that we think about like the two of us had this idea and we were a little crazy and a lot of people told us we were crazy, but like we got these amazing people to be just as crazy as us. And like we just had the idea and that's the easy part. The idea is always the easiest part. The execution is the hard part. And we got all these people to help us execute this and to really, you know, to, to take time away from their families and to really dedicate their life towards this mission. And I, we always, you know, me and my co-founder Carter sit around a room and we're like, how the F did we get these people? Like, yeah. did we have the smartest people in a room with us helping us solve problems. And we remember when it's just the two of us sitting at a table being like, you know, WTF, how are we going to solve this? Yeah. So, that, <laughs> so yeah. those are the moments. And I think like when we look and it's not only like, it's not only the, the, our, our employees who, you know, our, our fellow comrades who, who, who do this with us, that's, that's amazing. It's our board. It's our investors. It's, you know, there was an aha moment. I think it, it was when Nestle, the largest food company in the world, made their first ever off-balance sheet, you know, non-majority investment in, in us. We were like, wow, like this is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's fun for us to be able to share that success with this team now. And I think, you know, as a co-founder, you – you hold that like, hey, we're the co-founders. We, we did this. And I think it, the media and everyone at- attaches to that. But this is a group effort. I mean, this is, this is no different than the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, right? Like right. M- maybe there's one guy who gets recognition, but everyone knows if the O-line, if the D-line, if the cornerbacks, if everyone didn't play their absolute best that game, there's no chance they, they, they walk with the Super Bowl. Um, right. If the coaches, if all these support staff, if everyone doesn't dedicate – you know, their, their heart and soul towards that, there's no way you win. And Freshly is that. Freshly is, yeah. you know, now over five, 600 people who do that on a day-in, day-out basis. And, and I feel tremendously lucky to be at the head of that. Um, but, you know, at this point, I'm just the figurehead. There's all the other people doing so much more work than me. Well, they probably don't feel that way about you. <laughs> they, they, I mean, you no, know, they probably feel um, a lot worse. Yeah, you don't want to hear no, what they have to no, say about me. <laughs> no, they, they, they probably are looking at your job 
you know what I mean, compared to what they do and seeing, you know, how you have, you're looking at the whole picture, whereas they're most likely concentrating in their area of expertise, where you have to look at everybody's area of expertise as a CEO and be aware of what's happening in every aspect, right? In every, you know, every page of your company, essentially, you need to be aware of what's happening and helping them make decisions, whereas all the people under you are mostly, I assume, staying in their area of expertise and doing what they do best. I am the Bill Belichick of CEOs. (laughs) (laughs) I want to ask you one last question. (laughs) And I'm going to let you get back to your CEO job. Um, So you guys have a huge following on Facebook and social media. And how does that play out in your, in your business? I know you mentioned you guys, because I've, I've seen your Facebook ads, so um, I'm obviously one of your targets. Um, and, uh, and so how, how does that play a role for you? I mean, are you guys really um, dependent on social media? Is it just a you know, sidebar thing for you? I mean, how, how does that work, and what, what do you use it for? I mean, do you launch new meals on there? Do you post specials and coupons and things like that? How do you use it? Well, Sarah, I can, first of all, I can tell you that you are our exact target. We go after big celebrity podcasters, and you're, we're probably hitting you, bombarding you all over the place. Um, so <laughs> you may be getting more Facebook, though. No. Um, but, you no, know, I think, so two things. So one, Facebook has been huge for us as launching through a paid um, performance marketing, direct marketing platform, um, and we've loved that. Um, it, it, you know, it's, it's sometimes Facebook can be a challenge when they change stuff, but I think the other portion of Facebook, and I say just generally of, of product companies, is that the consumer expects to be able to engage with you. And they want to engage mm-hmm. with you where they're at. They don't want to engage with you where you're at. They want to engage where they're at. So um, that's on the website. If you, you go to our website, we have chat, we have email, we have phone. Um, we pride ourselves on our response time on email. We pride ourselves that we answer the phone real time, um, you know, our goal is we try to do that within five minutes. So um, we have we really pride ourselves on our customer service. We pride ourselves on our response on social, on um, digital. And what we really want to do is create a platform for our customers where they can engage with us anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. And we again, it comes down to that idea of like our, your core values. And for us, a core value is convenience. And for 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 that to mean is like if you want to chat with our team on Facebook, we're going to be there. If you want to chat with us on on text, we're, you know, we're, we're building more and more and more platforms where we can be there for you. Um, social is a huge part of this day and age. Um, you know, is, I, I think that unfortunately, like the, the entrepreneurs launching their brands on non-paid social is, is really, really, really hard, right? You're not going to get a bunch, if you're a brand, you're not going to get a bunch of traction in non-paid mm-hmm. social outside of your individual followers. So you do have to put together a strategy of paid. Um, for us, Facebook and Instagram have worked really, really well. We have not been able to get much on Twitter and or um, Snapchat. Um, those two platforms just for, I guess, for our product and for our customers, they don't engage that well on that mm. platform. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, as you, as you, as you, you know, as an entrepreneur, you, you, every product is a little different. So you have to have a, a very analytical point of view on how you test and A-B test and really look at different marketing channels. Um, and, and we're getting better. I mean, I think 
we still we will always have room to improve, but I think we understand very well about where our customers are, how to reach them, um, and how to do that efficiently um, for both us and them. Um, and, and, and that's a learning process. Uh, and you know, while we've had a fair amount of success and we've done well, is the, the percentage of the U.S. population, I think we just did a, a brand awareness on people that, you know, unaided brand awareness, which basically means that you ask someone, hey, can you name food company, you know, subscription food companies in America? And I think um, in our market, less than 2% of people named Freshly. Um, which means that there's a ton of 98% of people still don't know who we are. So we're, right. you know, while that's good news and bad news, it, for us it's a tremendous opportunity to get our to get our word out there, um, to get people to try freshly, to get people to enjoy freshly. So you know, we're in the early days. We feel like we've we really love what we're doing, but um, you know, our success benchmarks for ourselves are way, 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 way up there. We really do want to be in every household in America. That's success sure. for us. So, so we, have a, we have a long ways to go for that, but we're having fun doing it. And I think you know, that is the number one thing. I'll, I'll end on this message, I think, for your, your entrepreneurs and, and out there is that life is really short. You know, I'm not the first person you're going to hear that from. Um, and you are going to sacrifice a ton for your business. You're going to, you're going to sacrifice time with your kids and family and loved ones um, and so it's really important that you're doing something that you love. And not every day you're going to love, and there's going to be parts of your jobs that you don't love. But over the whole, you want to do something that you're passionate about, that you believe in, that you feel is making a difference, and that you, every day you wake up and you want to come to work. And I think you know, we've been lucky enough to put ourselves in that position, and I think you know, that's what's really fun is that you, know, you don't want to just hike the mountain to get to the peak. You want to hike the mountain because you like hiking. And, right. you know, the peak's still way up there, but we're having a really good time hiking. Exactly. I love that. Thank you so much for joining me today. I so appreciate it, and I cannot wait to get my Freshly package and watch you guys grow and keep up with what's happening. So, Michael, thank you so much. Sarah, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. That was so fun. Michael has generously offered an incredible coupon for you listeners. The code is STREETSMART, and he's offering $40 off two weeks of six meals. This is an incredible deal. I really hope you take, uh, take him up on it, and you can find everything at Freshly.com. They're yummy, delicious meals. Thanks for tuning in to A Street Smart MBA with Sarah Shaw. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes to get the latest episodes anytime, anywhere. And we'll see you on the next one.